Welcome, guys, gals, and non-binary pals. Why do they hate Miranda? You're listening to I Couldn't Help But Podcast. Carrie is the fucking worst. An unofficial Sex in the City podcast. Hosted by Joe Daniel Montalongo and Paige Clarno. Charlotte, shut the fuck up. Sick. All right. Hello, everybody. Hello, everyone. How's everyone doing? Good. My goal for this podcast is to not peak. It's not going to happen, but that's adorable. Way to shit on my dreams before I've even started. Just like every white person. <laughs> and any, I was going to say millennial, minorities. <laughs> dreams and ambitions. You goddamn millennials. <laughs> You're ruining peaking. How <laughs> <laughs> millennials are ruining the peaking industry. <laughs> Peaking industry. I love it. Uh, so, what's up, everybody? What's up? Um, this is Paige and JD, ready for another podcast. Have fun trying to figure out who's who, bitch. <laughs> Actually, now that I've been like listening to some podcasts, um, they always introduce themselves again. Mm-hmm. And it's always really weird because it's like you just listen to your intro. So, why are you like, hi, so- I'm Samantha. Hi, I'm Carrie. Like, you know, what is Hi, I'm Carrie. <laughs> Sorry, I'm doing... If anything, that would be Samantha. Okay. Hi, I'm Samantha. That's, it was the opposite of the Forgetting Sarah Marshall scene when he's talking about them. Do you remember that? In Forgetting Sarah Marshall, Jason Siegel's getting drunk. I remember and the Vampires. He's getting drunk at the bar. Mm-hmm. And, like, they keep bringing him fruity-ass drinks because he's in Hawaii. And so that's what they do. Everything's a tiki bar. <laughs> so, like, they keep bringing him these drinks. And he's sipping, like, a Cosmo at one point. And he goes, oh, I'm a Carrie. And he sips it and he's like, I'm Samantha. I have sex with everyone. <laughs> it's so great. I might need to revisit this. He's, that's another one that we should watch and then podcast about. For just that one scene. Just for that one scene. We could be like, listen. I mean, if we're going to do a Lysa Slushinger, we can do Forgetting Sarah But Marshall. that's because that's crucial to who you are as a person. But also, so is Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Is it? Oh, yeah. Perfect. I love then it. we're in. I love that movie so much. Anyways, let's get to relationship updates. How is your relationship? It is amazing. It is incredible. When I'm a bitch, I'm just there to be like, hey, everything's fine. Nothing's yeah. real. And I'm like, God fucking bless you. Let me be angry. And then he's like, no, you don't like to be angry. And I'm like... You right. But you right. You right. And he's right. very supportive, and I love him. He's Aiden. He's perfect. You ah, can't go that far. Okay, fine. <laughs> On the outside, he's perfect. No, he is. Um, right now, I'm really sad because I'm 20 days away from breaking up with my apartment. Nothing's right. I'm torn. Um, I was looking for dresses yesterday. We don't have the rights. <laughs> um, Neither does Natalie. That's fair. And yeah. <laughs> um Limbrouge. Anyways, I was so I was shopping for dresses for the premiere of No More, uh, which is happening technically today. today. So yay. Get your last minute tickets at no more dash the film dot com. Um anyways, so I was looking for dresses and it just it was not working. And I was just like, you know what? I'm so done with life right now. I've been to like five stores. I've tried on like 16 to 20 dresses and I have not found a single one that I like. There was one that was too big, but it would have worked. And then I checked the price tag and it was $200. And I'm like, I'm not paying $200 for a dress that's too big. I already overpaid for a dress that's too big that I still need to have hemmed. I didn't bring the damn. <laughs> I feel it is. It's okay. Um, 
But so I was just like, you know what? I'm just so, I'm done. I'm done with life. I'm going to go home and I'm going to drink so that I don't have to move my liquor. <laughs> like, this is my goal. And I was just so, like, bummed out. And I was also bummed out that it was a Friday night. And I didn't have any plans. And I was just going to be, like, home alone by myself. And so I was just cranky about it. And I came home and I was sitting down for, like, five minutes. And the um, Aces Ballpark fireworks went off. And I was just like, this is this is such a good relationship me and my apartment just like it's just giving me one more set of like fireworks to like send me off and like I felt so much better and I didn't end up drinking anything but I probably wouldn't have anyway I'm like the best intentional alcoholic ever I'm always like bitch I'm gonna drink I'm gonna drink so much and then I actually get there and I'm like I have one it's okay I'm done I'm finished it's okay you know I had that in common I'll show up and I'm like I'm gonna get so fucking smashed it's just one of those days let it all go and then I get there I'm like can I get a water with lemon yeah can I do one Moscow mule mm-hmm. and then a water with lemon thanks <laughs> thank you can I get six more waters thank you thanks I gotta keep myself hydrated with all the drinking that I'm not doing right yeah I almost never like drink to excess anymore like I actually retweeted something from a really long time ago where I was like not a really long time ago but like last year sometime um and where i said you know what i'm gonna go back to enjoying alcohol instead of abusing it (gasps) (laughs) and i retweeted myself and i was like just so everybody knows i accomplished this i did this like yeah i give you a high five but i don't want to (laughs) peek that's fair wi-fi I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. What you, you just did. It. I hate it. I was you not a fan it. of it. That was not. So that's that's not my thing. That's um the makeup artist Grace from the movie. <gasps> yes. That's her That's her thing where she was like, high five if they're like, Wi-Fi if the, you're like across the room from one another and so you don't actually high five. That's fucking hilarious. I hate it. She just <laughs> celebrated her anniversary. She did. It was so cute. Was it like five years? Twelve uh, years? Sure. Something around there. I like her. She's fun. She's a good time. She's my homie. She's, she's, she's real. She keeps it like... She's like, listen. Yeah, she does. Here's the thing. I was not ready for some of the things that she impeached on me. Impeached? Mm. Nope. Impeached. Imparted. Imparted? Yeah. There it is. <laughs> Ooh, that was, did you feel that? <laughs> I felt that. Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, let's let's get into this episode, shall we? Let's fucking do it. I like this episode. I had so much fun. My anxiety was off the roof. <laughs> I almost cried. You almost cried. I mean, I didn't, but I almost did. That's I could beautiful. have. You could have. The potential was there. Yeah. So, um, this episode is season three, episode 12, Don't Ask, Don't Tell. Um, Miranda pretends to be something she isn't. Charlotte makes a stunning confession to the girls, which is a lie, actually. Um, Carrie drops a bomb on Aiden. Charlotte has second thoughts about Trey. None of this is... Um, An accurate description. Is a really accurate description, and they don't talk about how Samantha got to bang a Scott, so that's is not that what they're fun. just referred to? Huh? As, is that just what they referred to? Scots? Yeah. I don't know. I, yeah. I, it wasn't me oh, questioning. Yeah. That was me just being like, yeah. oh, I didn't know Oh, that. you didn't know that? Because, like, there's Mary, Queen of Scots. I just thought that was, like, the title. That's cute. Who is Mary? I don't know her. I don't know her. <laughs> I need to stop fucking with that, because that's going <laughs> to... So, yeah. Um, so, Charlotte... I, at first, I was a little confused, because they kind of opened on... I thought it was an engagement party, but apparently it was the rehearsal dinner. I think. Yeah. I don't know. Either. I don't know how weddings work. Everyone just has... I don't know how weddings work. <laughs> Everyone has like 17,000 parties to celebrate. I'm getting married. And everyone else is like, we're poor. Can you stop? 
Yeah, see, here's my thing with weddings. I think that, like, 90% of the stuff that happens during weddings is absolute horseshit. Like, you should not have... You don't need an engagement party. For what? For what? We know you're engaged. Congratulations. I saw it on your Snapchat story. I will... Well, not anymore, but... (laughs) I know you deleted Snapchat. Mm -hmm. You got somebody really upset. They were like, he broke our streak. (laughs) (laughs) Now we're going to have to cut this out. Yes. Why? (laughs) Because I called her out. Damn it. I beat. (laughs) Stop looking. It's fine. No, it was so funny. She was just like, he broke art streak. And I was like, that's because he deleted Snapchat. And she was like, oh, well. <laughs> that was the end of that. My favorite things were everyone who, like, we're super close friends on Snapchat. Mm. Everyone sent me a message. They're like, I tried to send you a new today and I couldn't find you. What the fuck happened to your Snapchat? Nah. You know what's really funny is that it still shows up on mine mm-hmm. as your name. And if I try to send something to you, it just says that it failed. It does that because you have, like, that 30-day grace period when you deactivate your Snapchat to when you delete it. Uh, which I'm like, okay. can you just take it away from... Because then people think that either I blocked them mm-hmm. or... Yeah, it I'm, looks weird. Yeah. I'm like, can you just take it away? And if I come back, then you can just add me back to these groups. Yeah. I'm not coming back, but... Or, I mean, you'll be back be back eventually are you done are you done with i'm snapchat? done with snapchat until i become famous and then i have to do something to reach out to the fans in which case then i'll have snapchat okay and it was weird because the first day i deleted snapchat i went crazy on insta stories a little bit and yeah, there was like was 17 or 18 of them and i was like you can tell that i miss snapchat <laughs> but now i'm better because now i only post every like a fourth or fifth day there you go you good um, but so anyway, they're at, I'm pretty sure the rehearsal oh, I dinner. we were talking about things. Um, so I'm pretty sure that it was the rehearsal dinner because it was right before. Um, and the rehearsal dinner is traditionally, like, for family that's, like, out of town to get together and, like, you know, be with everyone, which I can kind of understand the rehearsal dinner. But the fact that, like, most rehearsal dinners no longer contain a rehearsal. Like, yeah, I was why like, don't you just call it the wedding eve dinner? Like, just... Like, what, You're not what, rehearsing anything. What is the point of a rehearsal dinner in terms of like what what is it originally for? Because I never understood it. it. It is legitimately to rehearse. Rehearse what? Like what is going to happen? Like have you seen Kill Bill? Yeah. So that like that's literally it. Is that the person who's going to marry you is like okay, bitches. Here's what's happening. Um, you're going to walk down this way. You're going to walk down that way. We're going to do this part of the ceremony. That part of the ceremony. Like. And then we're going to do this, and then you're going to walk off, and then we're going to do this, and then you're going to come back and, like, literally rehearse what's going to happen for the wedding. Fuck yeah. Which is important, but it depends on what kind of a wedding you're having. Like, if you're having a big, elaborate, holy shit, this is what we're going to do wedding, then, yeah. For me, it was, okay, you all do whatever you want to do. Like, I don't care. (laughs) And so... Uh, everything was a surprise. I'm like, oh, we're doing this now? Sweet. Okay. Cool. Cool. Neat. We're going to, all right. We're going to do the, the glass break. Sweet. All right. Let's 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 break that glass. And then, all right. We're going to, we're done? Are we done here? We're good? Okay. Cool. Let's go. <laughs> and then she gives the biggest reveal by ripping off a part of her dress and making it shorter. Yes. Because I'm just drama like that. God fucking bless. Love that dress. <laughs> uh, did you watch the... Rihanna performance at the VMAs in 2016 where she was like hosting slash performing seven different times um I don't think so I might have seen parts of it there's the opening dance move or the opening dance is my favorite thing in the entire world I'll watch it over and over and over again and I hope to one day learn it 
but there's this one weird like dead man walk that she does down and down uh the stage path and they're a part of it mm-hmm. and that's how i'm gonna walk down the aisle when i get married yes do it it's fucking gorgeous. I don't even need to see it. I just no, encourage it. I'm Let's gonna it. bring it up with no sound. That way I'm not rude and disrespectful. Okay. But we're gonna keep talking while this goes on. So, yes. So, um... So, at the rehearsal dinner, um, she reveals... Oh, I guess that's true. Alright, now I have to retract what I said earlier. She does reveal to the girls that um, she hasn't slept with Trey yet. Yes. And they're like, what? And I love Samantha because she was like, you have to test drive the car before you buy it. Like, what is wrong with you? Which, to everyone who's waiting until marriage to have sex, this. I'm sorry, but this. You're allowed to feel how you feel. You are absolutely allowed to feel how you feel. I'm just saying right in here and now that 90% chance you're going to regret it. Absolutely. Well, that... I mean... It's just, it's just weird, because, like, what if the sex is bad? Yeah. But not but not even, like, oh, you're going to have bad sex for the rest of your thing. If you built it up so much, or even if it's just fine, yeah, there's and if too it's much, not, like, fireworks, yeah. and you're like, oh. There's too much I'm pressure put on it when you wait, wait until so, so long, and it's too, it's too scary. Mm-hmm. And that's just how I feel about it, but whatever. Um, this it, one. That. The, that's like the stanky leg <laughs> it's a walking stanky Weird. leg slash weekend at bernie's dance move i'm all right with it thank i'm you. still i still absolutely support it thank you um so she so charlotte gets a little drunk um and goes over to trey's house which is technically the morning of the wedding and says you know what it's our wedding day this is great um let's just have sex now He's like, are you sure? And she's like, absolutely. No, she doesn't say that. But <laughs> as close as Charlotte comes. And so cut to them in bed. Like covers draped like very artistically over both of them. And he's just like, yeah, I just did. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like. Yeah. Just, yeah. yeah. Like he's, he's, he's not. He's not as embarrassed as he should be about it. I don't think you need to be embarrassed about it. Well, here's the thing. You don't need to be embarrassed about it, but just, like, the fact that, like, you kept that from somebody, that you have erectile dysfunction. But sex wasn't on the table. Okay, but they're getting married. Right. And she's always been about love and about true love and all those things. Right. And And what he provides to her is love and even when he can't get it up, he starts cuddling her. He's like, but sex isn't the most important thing in our marriage. Like, our love is, and I love you, and blah, blah, blah. So she's getting everything that she wanted from him. Yeah, but from the look on her face, she ain't happy with that. And that's because she fucked up. Yeah. And that is not on Trey. That's on her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think a lot of people who all romanticize waiting mm-hmm. do that. And then you're fucked. Yeah. But not. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, I mean, there's also, there's a lot of talk in this um in this episode about honesty and i feel like that is absolutely something because he says to her he was like yeah it's something that happens sometimes i didn't think it would happen with you which in my opinion kind of puts the blame on her and that's a little fucked up i can see how that would happen i'm not trying to get the feelings of it but it might have been like the hope 
the because like if you say oh sometimes I have erectile dysfunction you manifesting it and you're manifesting it in your relationship mm-hmm. but if you have the hope like no I truly truly genuinely love this person mm-hmm. we're getting married they we agreed on everything everything's gonna be fine maybe this is what I needed for it to work yeah why and bring then, up a problem that's not a problem until it's a problem yeah and it's so there's so many like intricacies to this like if you actually legitimately have erectile dysfunction that is one thing. Mm-hmm. They never really say that he has erectile right. dysfunction. They just say, like, sometimes he, like, he has this ridiculous boat metaphor about it where he is like, you know, yeah, I could get the sails up, but, uh, something, something. Did I he say that? Yeah, he did. Oh, I must have not. Yeah, it was, it's, it was silly. It was like this silly, like, yeah, I could get the sails up and working, but, you know, can't get the motor running something. I don't remember. I don't, I don't know ships. I have no idea. But he was basically, like, saying he has erectile dysfunction. And that it happens sometimes, but not all the time. And so I'm like, well, if it happens sometimes or not, all, like, what, first of all, wouldn't you go to a doctor about that? Maybe not because it's embarrassing, like, and I can understand that. But a lot of like, a lot of, a lot of people, I should say, have certain hangups in sex about certain things, and there's some things that are a medical thing, and then there's some things that are a like that are a preference thing that I know that is just like a mental block Mm -hmm. but I hate it (laughs) I hate mental blocks and that kind of a thing like guys that say that they can't um like they can't get erect with a condom and like listen that is and this it's I feel so bad because this brings to mind every single time they're like, it's uncomfortable. I don't like it. I always think about um, that episode of The Real World, San Francisco. You know way too much about TV and that's not a (laughs) negative. That's just like, how do you find time? (laughs) When I was a kid, that was all I did. I just didn't have friends. Mm -hmm. I was like, you know what? You guys aren't as entertaining as TV is. (laughs) So in this episode, though, of The Real World, San Francisco, Pedro, who was the first character, not character, but person on TV to have AIDS and to be like, this is okay, I'm okay, I'm a human being, which was so important. Like, whoever was the president at the time when he died said no one in America can say that they didn't know someone with AIDS. Like, it was an important part of history, in my opinion. But anyway, so Pedro... God, he's so sweet. I loved him so much. Um, he went to a classroom and he talked about how he contracted AIDS, which was through unprotected sex. And the reason that he had unprotected sex was because the other person was like, well, I just hate the feeling of condoms. They're too tight. I'm too big. And he, Pedro, in the classroom, takes out a condom, a regular sized condom, not a magnum, regular sized condom. And blows it up like a balloon. And it's enormous. Mm-hmm. It is huge. And I don't know if you've ever done this to a condom. Nope. <laughs> I never have, but I saw it on TV, so it's like I did it. <laughs> but it's huge. There is enough room for your goddamn penis. There's just not enough room for your fucking ego. Yes. <laughs> yes. But also... It is a mental block, and I understand. Well, that. well, well, just with even with condoms, like you, you, you should be fucking with condoms. You should be unless you and your partner are both very much like you know what, whatever comes of this, we're both safe with it. 
but if even if one of the partners is like, no, I don't feel comfortable with it, wear a condom. Mm-hmm. Um, you can stretch those out. You can blow those up. That's totally fair. It is flesh that is under there. So it doesn't, like, if you put it over a cup, yeah, the cup's going to support it and it's going to stretch. Flesh can't do that very much, so that's where that feels tighter. Mm -hmm. And it's usually not the latex part of it that goes over the penis. It's the ring around the, like, base of the penis. Mm -hmm. That's where it feels most tight because that stretches, but it is meant to be snug and hold on through friction and rubbing. Right. So that gets tight. Mm -hmm. So even if you feel like you're big or bigger mm-hmm. try a bigger condom that's fine because th- that's what really it is it is stretches out that ring mm-hmm. because like I, I've seen those videos too like someone had a condom on their entire arm mm-hmm. and I was like cool keep this shit on for five minutes and then they were like bruising around where the ring is because they're not meant to stretch that much you still need to wear a condom right or find ways to have protective sex that feel comfortable for both partners mm-hmm. but just because it can stretch that much doesn't mean that the flesh that you have because there's also no bones in it in, in your penis yeah so yeah. it's like yeah it's stiff but it's not hard mm-hmm. yeah it's like ugh, they're just like so there's there's so many little things about this yeah but yes also just get harder than put the condom on what do you mean <laughs> well but a lot of a lot of dudes are like you know oh, as soon as i put it on i just lose it okay well like, adapt right yeah kind of or, or find someone else it. like that's sorry yeah and i mean that uh, comes down to like sexual compatibility that's like the kind of thing that you should be having conversations about like third or fourth date in my opinion and that's why i think that Unless waiting you're... until marriage is very very difficult because yes. you don't know if you're sex compatible mm-hmm. yet obviously you want to make this big thing of it but if you aren't is that too much or too little of an issue for you in your relationship mm-hmm. because if you're like you know what it's not about sex sex isn't the most important thing so i can take every now and then us having issues and not being able to do it i'm fine with that because mm-hmm. i love you i love the life that we're about to lead together that's mm-hmm. fine and if you're like um no i require this amount of sex and if you're not able to pr- provide for me then this might not work mm-hmm. yeah you got to figure out where your levels are and you can't figure that out the day before your wedding right and i did i did wait and it was awkward but also we're both nerds and so we did our due diligence as far as like reading up on certain things and doing certain things and we like i can't i didn't really realize this until later on into my marriage but i cannot be on birth control i've been on birth control since i was like 16 years old and then they wanted to check for something and so they told me to come off of it for like three months which i was petrified about because i'd been on it since i was 16 years old i knew exactly when i was going to get my period and now i'm like well now it's just a surprise this is awful and I was really pissed about it. And once I was off of it for like a month and a half, I just woke up one day and I had all the same problems, but they weren't that bad. And I didn't realize how much depression it was causing me to be on birth control. Mm-hmm. And, you know, even like later on, like a couple of years ago, when I tried birth control, I was like, listen, it fucks with me. Can we put me on the very lowest dose of hormones on the planet? Like, I want the very lowest dose. And it still fucked with me. I only took it for a month, and it took me about three months to get back to where I was. Ooh. And so I cannot be on birth control pills. I can't do it. Because I would... Nobody would want to have sex with me. Mm-hmm. Even myself. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, a, I'm not happy on them. And 
that's important to me. So I have to be with someone who is cool about wearing condoms. And in my marriage, never a complaint about it. Not one. And it was great. Because we never had to worry about it. It was never a question of, like, do you have the condom? Do you have a condom? And, like I said, we, like, read up on stuff. And we did our due diligence. And there were plenty of other things that we were super good at. Until we got good at regular, like, intercourse. Yeah. And I feel like that's another thing that... This is the other thing that really bothers me about Trey. Is that Trey doesn't seem the type to, like... Because he was just sitting there. The thing is, like, he was just sitting there. And she was like, is there anything that I can do? She's a giving individual. She was like, what can I do? Can I, you know... She I mean, did, didn't say it, but there was the um, impression that she was like, you know, do you want me to go down on you for a little while? Do you want me to do this? Do you want me to wear a sexy thing? What do you want me to do to help you with this? And he's just like, eh, marry me. And I'm like, yeah, that's cute and all. But no, I need real hard, concrete things to do. Yeah. And he didn't seem all of... This is that's the other problem with me is that he didn't seem to be too worried about her needs. Mm-hmm. Like, if I fail at a certain thing whether that's not being able to have intercourse with somebody because I can't be on the pill and but we're still being intimate I'm going to be doing other things I'm going to be like going down on them or whatever you know what I mean like yeah. something else is going to happen so that we can both get pleasure from this experience he didn't seem to care he needs a finger in the butt and that's going to get his penis erect best believe that's a lot of the problems sometimes that's fair absolutely All right. and I can I want to sympathize with him in order in terms of like oh it's been leading up to this mm. and then nothing he wasn't able to perform so now he's just like down on himself yeah he could have responded better he could have been like you know yeah. what I can't get it up but you know what let's do other things like I'll eat you out yeah. let's make out let's do some let's do something dry humping. let's right. do something something he should have but I can see where he was like eh this eh. is what it is yeah. yeah and if it's a problem that he's had no, he still should have at this point been like, well, I can't perform, but you know what? I can still do this for someone else. Agreed with that. But mm-hmm. I can just see the little. But yeah, yeah. there's, I yeah. Then there's, I just feel like there's something, like you should be an expert in something else. Yes. If there is something that you're lacking in. And maybe that's just me being like a girl and girls are just sort of almost trained to do something like that. Like how I was talking earlier, like in an, another podcast about how, like some guy was like you just enter a room boobs first and i'm like yeah because you didn't notice my broad shoulders bitch so that's what i'm like detracting from i think girls are raised that way and guys aren't guys are raised that the penis is like the most important part of sex and that's why a lot of people are like well if it's not penetrative it's not sex Mm -hmm. because it's a very penis focused activity in our society Mm -hmm. because like lesbians can have sex and it's sex mm-hmm. it doesn't have to involve penetration mm-hmm. or her penis is not important to it and you have oral sex you have hand jobs you have everything mm-hmm. and guys are very much like well if i can't perform then it's over which is dumb yeah which is dumb and there's a lot of there's a lot of other stuff that is plenty of fun that you can do like the penis is not the most important part not according to charlotte's face <laughs> but to other things and so she just is like well i'm already marrying you and it's supposed to be sweet but you can tell she's so bitterly disappointed oh she absolutely is and that's what i was like bitch bitch look at what you want coming back for you yeah and and you're right she's getting exactly what she wants 
love and devotion and attention. But she forgot to ask for one more thing. <laughs> she was laughing at all her hoe friends when they're like, sex is important. They're like, no true love. Finding someone who's there for you. Mm-hmm. And now it's biting her in the ass. I'm like, you poor bitch. Yep. It's, it's sad. And she does. She ends up marrying him. Um, but not before stopping like almost down the aisle to tell Carrie about it. About how he can't get it up. And Carrie just makes excuses until she's like, yeah, it's fine. It's okay. It's fine. And to be fair, Carrie was really, she was reaching, but she was doing some good reaching. I don't know if she's a good friend or a bad friend. Because this whole thing is like honesty is the best policy or whatever. Yeah. But also in the position that she was in where literally Samantha has walked down the aisle. Miranda has walked down the aisle. Carrie has started walking down the aisle and Charlotte called her back. So now she looks like she fucked up Mm -hmm. or something wrong is happening. She has to be there for her. And Charlotte's freaking the fuck out as the maid of honor. You gotta make sure that the wedding happens the way it needs to. Yes. So Carrie was coming up with excuses, saying, like, oh, what if you just drugged off before? And then he didn't have the heart to tell you. That right. makes sense. That totally tracks. Right. That was incredible. That was, and I mean, that could have been true. Yeah. For all we know, that's totally true. I'm like, good for you, man. I wouldn't have even thought of that. Especially not in that moment. Yeah, no, especially with so much on the line. Like, I wasn't even a part of this, and my anxiety was way too high. Yeah. Those kids are taking too long. Just go. Yeah. Go, I'm like, go, this go, is go. too long. You can't be talking about this right now. Woo. Get married. Especially with Charlotte's fake-ass dad right next to them. Oh, my God. That was so funny, because I was talking about how I'm like, these women don't have parents at all. Nobody has a mom. Nobody has a dad. What is it with all of that? That is so crazy. And literally, after talking about how Trey can't get it up, an old man just walks right into frame and walks Charlotte down the aisle. And I'm like, he would have heard that entire conversation. He, he would have had to be right next to them. Yeah. Because he's a part of the walking down the aisle. So he's yeah. starting where they're starting. Yeah. Especially if he's meant to link up with Charlotte and walk down the aisle. He was there. Right. Unless he was some sort of rent-a-dad that she looked into. Like He could have provided some input. Yeah, exactly. He has a penis, I'm assuming. He's got, yeah, he's got a penis. Like, let's talk about it. Dad. <laughs> Dad comes in. Let's have this conversation. Charlotte, honey, let me tell you, sometimes you just can't get it up, you know. It's okay. <laughs> it was Anthony's dad. <laughs> <laughs> he just loans him out for special occasions. <laughs> he's just like, listen, my dad's quiet. He's great. He'll walk you down the aisle. I would let my mom out to people. Every now and then I'm like, oh, you need a good mother figure. My mom. My mom will take care of you. <laughs> My mom will take care of you, but, like, in a New York sort of way. So she won't. (laughs) No, she'll just be like, you need to step your shit up. Mm -hmm. You need to get it going. She was so funny. Oh, my gosh, I have to tell this story. So, um, as you know, Sears is in trouble. I don't know. They're closing down stores. Um, Millennials killing the industry (laughs) once again. It's so... No, but so I... um, She and I went and bought a washer and dryer for the new apartment. And literally, like, less than 24 hours later, they announced that they were going to close that store. And so I texted my mom, and I'm like, you better go back there and ask for a discount or something. Because, you know, we're Jews, so that's the first thing that comes to mind. This is like, um, if you're closing the store... And I paid full price for this, I demand something. I think that maybe you should give me a discount on this, since you were going to get rid of it anyway. So, my, so I text my mom and I'm like, we should look into a discount. Bitch comes back with, well, I had to open a new Sears card so that I could get free delivery. So maybe I don't pay. <laughs> I'm like, 
email later saying, thank you for signing up for the Sears card. Here's $12 in credits to spend however you want. So she forwards it to me and she was like, yeah, let's spend some money on it. Maybe we can get some last minute jewelry or something. I'm like, mom. <laughs> Incredible. And I'm just like, oh, Jesus. My mother. <laughs> fucking fantastic. Goddamn. That was fucking hilarious. I'm like, there is nothing. And it's so funny because whenever I talk about my mom, I always like give her a New York accent, which she she lost long before I was even born. But she still talks like that. And that's kind of my problem is that sometimes I talk like that <laughs> and people think I'm being mean, but I'm just like, I learned how to speak from my mother. Right. And so I basically just have the attitude without the accent. Ooh, attitude without the accent. I love that. And it's really difficult because <laughs> my dad, so my dad was from North Carolina. So my speech pattern, this is why my speech pattern sucks so hard is because... I switch in between. <laughs> How y'all doing? I'm talking real slow. To what are you doing? I'm walking here. What's going on? How it's does so that crazy. Even work? Those are two different universes. There's so two different universes, and it's hysterical. Like growing up with them was really funny. So my, we would go and visit my grandma, my mom's mom, and she like. My mom and my grandma would just get, like, into a conversation, and they would be back and forth, and then they would, like, pick up conversations that they had had later, which I still do, but I can't do it with anybody, so Mm -hmm. it's weird. And so whenever I'm like, oh, that's the one, they're like, what? (laughs) And I have to be like, "Uh, you know. Um, (laughs) The conversation that we had three days ago. That conversation. It's back. (laughs) So and my, my dad would, like, literally they'd be three conversations in, and he'd be like, so how y'all been? <laughs> like it just it did not match at all. And yeah, I am I'm an East Coast mess with a West Coast mind. <laughs> God fucking bless. You're a shit show. I'm <laughs> a shit show. It's so great. I can't imagine talking I hate talking to people who talk too slow. It's so hard. It is so hard. And I was like, I love where you're coming from. Cause you were just enjoying every single syllable that comes out of your mouth. You are tasting it. You are savoring it. God fucking bless. I need that to go order and I need it now. <laughs> yeah. Hurry up. And they, it's never just, it's never a sentence. That right. No, they want to give you a damn novel. Yep. And I'm like, I don't have your fucking time. Mm-hmm. That, yeah, that drives me crazy. Because I, as a customer service person, I'm like, We've got to get this done. Here you go. Okay, so here's the sheet. Fill this out. Let's do this. And they're like, so what is this? I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake. Come on. Come on. Get your shit together. We got to go. We got to go. There's people in line behind you. Things are happening. We got to make this happen. We got to go. go. I've got things to do, sir. Let's go. Go back to the sack. I don't have time for this. Right? Just go order some Bojangles and come back. I've never had Bojangles, but it sounds delicious. I just like that word. Bojangles? Yeah. I yes. learned it from hip-hop. I was like, call a bitch Bojangles. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So, anyway, that's Charlotte. Um, Samantha is pretty typical. Where the um, man of honor. Is that what it is? The what? The man of honor. What, man of honor. Is it man of honor? 
What's the dude maid of honor? <laughs> the best the man. Best man. The best man. The best man. like, what the? What kind of tribal language are you speaking about? The Manavada. The man of the Manavada. The man of honor. You know what I'm thinking? I'm thinking maid of honor with Patrick Dempsey. Ew. It's <laughs> a terrible movie. It's that's, so, a, that's also Scottish, it's isn't so it? Great. It is. Yeah. It is because it has um. Oh, what's his face? Kevin. Oh God, I can't remember his name. Spacey. No. No, the Irish or not the Irish, the Scottish one that's also in Grey's Anatomy. Kevin something. He's great. Kevin Coolidge. No, he's great. It's fine. I'll Kevin look, Abhor from Mean Girls. I'm just gonna have to look it up now. <laughs> no. Kevin. You're making me. Quintanilla from the second grade. No, not that Kevin. Kevin. Hold on. Um, Kevin from that movie. Kevin. Kevin from Coyote Ugly. Kevin McKidd. Don't know her. Yes, you, you do once you see a picture. He is attractive and so sweet. Don't look at me like that. He is attractive. That's not a great picture. <laughs> no? Okay, fine. He's not your type. It's okay. <laughs> but His face looks like a rock. He's... Because <laughs> he's Scottish. <laughs> is that what they look like? Yes. They're made of rock. Like Return from Oz. <laughs> Remember that no. rock? Got, you haven't seen it? No, but I... That's the one... It has been on my list because everyone's like, this mm. is a weird fucking movie and it's also scary for no reason. It is really scary. But okay. anyway, so Kevin McKidd great isla fisher in maid of honor maybe amy adams <laughs> so bad. and we both reached we, for the phone we oh, yes, oh, yes, we oh, yes. used to be so good about not being on our phones on this podcast and i don't know I what mean, happened I think no the first three episodes uh you're thinking leap year yep yeah they also go to ireland in that one don't it's, they it is is it scotland or is it, <laughs> it, it is it's ireland in leap year and it's scotland in maid of honor and who's that? Is that James Franco? And it's Amy Adams. It's um, Dublin. Yeah. Oh, Matthew Good. Oh, I love Matthew Good. And Adam Scott. And Adam and Scott. And John Lithgow and Caitlin Olsen. Oh, man, this is an all-star cast. Mm, yeah, well, that's true. It has Whitney Cummings and Busy Phillips, Maid of Honor. I so. love Busy Phillips. Yeah, she's great in it. But anyways, I digress. <laughs> Um, I don't even know what we're talking about anymore. Oh yeah, Samantha. Samantha, she fucks the 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 Scottish, Scottish. Um, best man. And he's a cousin. He's a, is he cousin? Trey. Okay, I so think that's what he said. So he's Trey's cousin. Um, his Scottish accent is horrendous. I have absolutely no idea what he says the whole time. He's kind of like that dude in Brave, which was also voiced uh, by Kevin McKinnon. Yeah. <laughs> Also voiced by Kevin McKinnon. It came back. It came back. We brought it back. We brought it back. We did it. We named the three Irish movies that we know about. That's not Braveheart. (laughs) America only has so many Scots. (laughs) And I still don't know who Mary is, so I can't wait to figure out who she is. She was the queen. What happened? Well, she was queen of France, and then her husband died, um, and so she came back to rule Scotland, and then... um, uh, Elizabeth, Queen Elizabeth, was like, bitch, you tried to steal my crown and locked her up for the rest of her life and then killed her. Yeah. That's a really, really shortened version of it. But if you see the TV show Rain, it's really, really good. It's not historically accurate, but it's really good. Fantastic. (laughs) Anyways, back to Sex in the City. This is so fast turning into dumb shit that Paige watches. And I'm not here for it. It's embarrassing. No, I love it. It's my favorite because the last thing we ever do is on this podcast is talk about this damn show. <laughs> we're 
like, even on the good episodes, I'm like, let's talk about anything else. Everything. But, but we still tie it back in because we're incredible. Because we're great at linking it all in. Anyway, so all right, that's, she's so fucking a Scottish man. She, she fucks a Scottish man. Uh, he seems to be okay. And then in the end, she ends up like being able to understand him. That's it. That's the whole thing. That's the whole. Oh, that's, I didn't think it. about how useless that was. It was completely useless. Because Trey's mom at the end is like where or i'm gonna go sit somewhere was it his mom or was it, it was his just mom. random old lady? no it was it was yeah and funny. then the scottish man's like and bunny who's scottish is like excuse me who's his family member is very much like what i know and he, I, she's like i don't what and then samantha's like he wants to escort you to her seat <laughs> i'm like that's beautiful and that's the end of that arc <laughs> Yeah, that's we it. Did. That's we didn't find thing. out anything. We didn't find out if he was circumcised. Nothing. 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 Except for she gets what she wants. That's it. I do also think it is funny about Samantha, though, is that Charlotte and Samantha have an argument while they're trying on bridesmaid dresses. And Samantha is like, why do I even need to be here? And Charlotte was like hardcore with her. She was like, well, frankly, I just thought that you would be left out. And she was like, I'd be more than happy to be left out of this, which is true. And that also links back to honesty in relationships because Charlotte should have said, I know this isn't your deal, but I don't want you to feel left out. So I'm giving the option to bail now. You should absolutely be doing that with somebody. And you know what? Even if Samantha said, no, sweetie, I'll be part of your wedding. She'll feel better about being part of the wedding because oh, she was given an option. Interesting. Because I would hate for someone to be like, I pity you. Do you want to do this? No, and I don't think that it's pity. Like I wouldn't I wouldn't think of it as pity in mm-hmm. Charlotte's situation. Like I know that there are some days where you don't want to do people. Mm-hmm. And so I would legitimately be like, "Listen, there's this party that I would love to invite you to, but I know it's not your thing. So if you don't want to come, that's totally fine." Where I still understand where that's coming from. It's not rational. It's absolutely not rational. I know that I'm that way about myself, but even it still feel pity. But in this situation, it's I want my best girlfriends to be by my side. Mm-hmm. And then the language that was used was I didn't want you to feel left out. Yes. So she that's very much. Yes, Charlotte did not do it right at all. That's why I'm saying it should have been done correctly way before that point. But even what, even then, what's the language? Because the way you were presented, it was still very much like, oh, I don't want you to feel left out, but you can say yes or no. Yeah. I was still well, very I'm, much like, oh. Yeah. I mean, it should be more of like a, you know what? I want everybody surrounding me. I want everyone to be there, but I don't want you to be uncomfortable. I like that phrase better. You know, so, you know, I know it's not your bag. So if you don't want to do it, that's totally fine. You can come, I like that better. be a guest, fuck whoever you want. Yeah, because I, I don't want you to feel left out is the negative. That is, and that's the yeah. spin that I would focus on. Yeah, I'd be like, oh, and I, would, I don't know that I would ever didn't say didn't want that. me a part of it. Yeah. You I, are only doing this because the other two girls are there. And I guess I'm the plus one. I guess yeah. I'm the added baggage that comes with that. And I would feel like shit. But yeah. if it's the, hey, I know it's not your deal. I would love for you to be a part of this. But if it's not, no hard feelings. I get mm-hmm. that it's not your thing. That's a better way to phrase it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I think that that's how I, w- I don't know that I would ever tell anybody that I didn't want them to be there. Because obviously, you want them to be there. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think that Charlotte was being honest with herself in that moment by saying that. Because of course, she wanted her to be there. She wouldn't want, like, she would she would think of something else for Samantha to do if she didn't want her in the wedding party. Yeah, I'm not going to miss my upstairs neighbor <laughs> scraping around her chair. That is definitely on the list of things I won't miss. Um, but I, like, she would have. Yeah. I know that Charlotte's a little backstabbing whore who would be like, could you 
Um, you know, it would be really great, but like, I really want to limit the wedding party. So if you could be the person that makes everyone sign the guest book, that would be great. Thanks, Samantha. She would have. Yeah. We've seen that before. Yeah. Like she absolutely would have stuck her in a shitty position to quote unquote, make her feel included. Yeah. So she wasn't being honest with herself. But then. Or Samantha in that moment. Have like a friendship breakup. But then. In terms of that. Yeah. They never resolve. And then all of a sudden she's. It's Samantha's part of the bridal party. Yeah. And so I'm like, I don't know what just happened. Like clearly that was for nothing. Like did they. I feel like they cut out a scene where they made up. Absolutely. Or. um, Or a scene. It could have even been narration. Like after having discovered that it was just high tensions and not exactly how they felt, Samantha was part of the party party again. Right. Boom. But yeah, yeah but, but nothing. But we got nothing. And I was like, why is this bitch here? And I'm like, what are you doing here? You, you got cranky. You, what? you left. What's your problem? Also, my favorite line from that fucking scene was uh, Samantha was cursing. And then she was like, <laughs> you can't say the effort in Vera Wang. And I was fucking dying. can't say it in front of Vera. <laughs> That's also who Carrie wears, right? Um... Yes. Vera Wang is the be-all, end-all of wedding dresses. I mean, absolutely. Yeah, no, she. <laughs> I want to get married in a Vera Wang. It's going to be a mermaid cut. It's going to be gorgeous. Yeah, I, I, I love Vera Wang. I love Vera Wang in the 90s when they filmed this, and it was quite obvious because it was, like, slip dress central for the bridesmaids. It was awkward. It was so, like, I was like, oh, fashion. <laughs> it's so hard. Like, and, and then in Bride Wars, the fucking, you don't alter oh, Vera Wang to fit you. You alter, alter yourself, yourself to fit, fit Vera, Vera Wang. God, what did boys oh. love in school? I love that movie. I and love I that movie. I always forget how much I love that movie until it's on, like... <laughs> until it's on, like, TNT or something, and you're <laughs> like, bitch, I'm here. I'm here yeah. forever. Yes. Yes. Same. And then who's in it? Chris Pratt. Um, is Chris Pratt in it? Chris Pratt's in it. Chris Shut Pratt up. Is, is he the crappy one? He's Anne, Anne Hathaway's, Hathaway's boyfriend <gasps> before she gets with... Jake Jahari. Yes. From One Tree Hill, <laughs> who I loved and had the biggest crush on. And currently he's married to Jamie Chung from The Real World. Oh, Who cute. turned actress. And they have a beautiful little multiracial family, and I love that. That is beautiful. Oh, my gosh. Who does Kate Hudson get with? Uh, the guy Kate who Hudson, looks like, like, stays with whoever she she's It's like John Krasinski, with. but not John Krasinski. It's like John Krasinski, Maddie Patty. I feel like it is him. I don't know. Oh my god, we're so bad. We're just going straight to Welcome to the social hour. This is so bad. This is the Patreon episode right here. (laughs) This is where we're just like, listen, bitches, we're looking this shit up. It Um, is Brian Greenberg. Nope. Steve Howie. No, wait. Well, we do have Chris Pratt on here. She is with. Ooh, Steve Howie. Chris Pratt. And Hathaway's with Steve Howie's. No, Steve Howie is the pretty one before he gets weird and, like, beardy. Yeah. Yes. Kate Hudson is with Steve yes. Howie. Yes. Oh, oh my God. Gosh. Steve Howie went through an evolution. Yeah, he did. Oh, my God. And Candace Bergen and Kristen Johnson were gold. Cool. I love Candace Bergen. She died, right? No. Is she still alive? Murphy Brown is coming back. <laughs> I am so excited. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Listen, I am not lying to you when I tell you that the 80s and 90s, I did not have friends. I had TV. I am not kidding. Candace Bergen was the fucking best in Murphy Brown. It was such a great fucking show. She fired every single secretary, every single episode. It was great. And like all the people that I love right now, like Christine Baranski. Yes. She is my favorite literally just because she was on Sybil in the 90s. The Sybil Shepherd TV show. And she was married to, or I think she was divorcing somebody. And so 
she would always like walk into a room and Sybil's always like, how, you know, how are things? How are you doing? And she's like, you look a little upset. What is it? And she would always be like, Dr. Dick. <laughs> That's what she told her ex. Oh, and it was so great. What a great freaking, oh my God, TV was great. I'm, I'm going to start a film club when I get it famous. And it's going to be all these great movies that people did not watch. Because people <laughs> don't talk about them. Or at least no one in my community knows about them. And it's going to be like a loot crate. And every single time you get the movie <laughs> and like Rocky Horror elements in terms of like props that you can just use with it. And that. a decorative pin that you can add to this thing you get when you sign up. It's like a jacket. I love you just get pins for all these movies. I love it. I'm, I want to be I'm copywriting it. it. Nobody fucking it. take that shit. It's patented. Copyright pending. <laughs> That's me. Copyright pending. I did it. I did it. I did it. Sent it's it. Done. Mr. Copyright, I sent it. Um, all right, let's move. Let's, let's really go back to Sex in the City. <laughs> is she Liz Is Bergman ever in this? Yes. Yeah, she's, um, she is, I think her name is Enid. She it works at Vogue. When yes. Carrie starts doing yes. Vogue, she does, yeah. Yes. And I love it. It's so great. Oh, and then in Glee... Sarah Michelle Gellar works for Vogue. Kurt works for Vogue with Sarah Jessica Parker. What did I say? Not that. <laughs> I said Sarah. You said Leah Michelle works at Vogue. My bad. I met Sarah Jessica Parker. I heard the Michelle, so I thought I said Sarah Michelle Gellar. That's fair. So I was like, wait, what train did I take? Because I meant to say Sarah Jessica Parker works at Vogue. We went. I didn't say anything. <laughs> We misunderstood the assignment. <laughs> oh my god. I'm not even drunk yet. Oh my sh- we need to go brunch after this. I'm going to mimosas after this. Yeah, for sure. Oh. Um so okay, let's move on to Miranda. Please. So we actually do st- I, I I lied. We start this episode with Miranda speed dating. I've always wanted to go speed dating. I want to go speed dating, although this particular, like, way of doing things where it's, like, you're just shooting out, like, you're, like, elevator pitching yourself, Mm -hmm. and then they, like, ring a bell, and then you have to, like, move on to the next person, like, gave me anxiety, and so I don't think I want to actually speed date anymore. Oh, I would love it. One, I love elevator pitches. I think they're incredible. They get to the point, back to me not handling slow people, don't unfurl this story to me. Give me exactly what you need. Let me figure out if I'm about it or not. Yeah, you're nay. Boom. Done. If I regret it later, I regret it later. That is not my problem right now. See, and if I'm trying to get shit done, that's one thing. But if mm-hmm. I'm trying to tell a story, bitch, you better sit down and, like, listen to my story. <laughs> but that's like, a different thing. Like, and it, yeah, it is. It was so funny because we, um, so our friend Jess has a new podcast, My Judgmental Friend. And I was Which on. Which everyone should go follow and listen. Yes. Well, on, you it's on S. You did. Oh, SoundCloud. Um, they're on SoundCloud and iTunes. Um, so just look for your judgmental friend. So I'm on the first episode and it was so funny because I was telling this story and like I was, I was kind of getting to a point and Jess says something like, that's where it was, wasn't it? And like in my head, like immediately I was like, bitch, I am telling a story. Do not spoiler my story. Of course it is. I'm getting to it. <laughs> I'm giving you this beautiful, <laughs> delicious story. Listen to it. Yeah. Don't ruin it. Yeah, I'm like, you, you need to listen. This is going to be beautiful if you listen to my arc. 
I have an arc. <laughs> That's fucking beautiful because we can spend as much time as we want on our podcast, so we're spoiled with everything else where we think what we have to say is the most important thing in the world. I know. I know. I'm like, listen, I can't be in your podcast anymore because I have more fun on my own because I have freedom. Listen, I have a podcast, so I'm very familiar with me just talking out of my ass and going for an hour and a half. So you need to listen to what I have to say because I am the prophet. And when I'm done, I'll let you know by telling you to support my Patreon. And to always wear a condom. Bye. Bye. <laughs> And now you may speak. <laughs> and now you may speak. So um, Miranda is having a hard time because every time she says that she is a lawyer, their eyes wander around the room. Because guys hate powerful women. Garbage. Hate Stupid. it. Don't, hate but that's it. good. Boom. You've done. You're I done mean, with- at least you know that you don't want any of those people. Mm-hmm. But instead of doing that, what she does is dumb herself down for Agent Coulson. Clark Gregg's in, Greg Clark's in this episode. Clark Gregg. Clark Gregg. Clark Gregg. Clark, Clark Gregg's in this episode. Yep. Fantastic. Yeah, I was like, he sat down and I was like, oh my god. He has not aged a bit in no. 18 years, 20 no. years. No, he really hasn't. He's exactly the same. Bless his fucking heart. God bless. And so she looks at him and he is like, uh, I'm, I'm a doctor. And she says, I'm a stewardess. <laughs> and he's immediately intrigued, which I don't understand because there's nothing to talk about. Like, if you're just in it for the sex, that's one thing. Which he was, in the end. Because mm-hmm. he does end up, like, saying something like that. Like, I just wanted to fuck a stewardess. Which is stupid. Like, who wants to just fuck a stewardess? Nobody. Like, like just for that. Like, if there is a stewardess who is also a good person, look at you, Bernadette. <laughs> You're such a fucking demisexual. <laughs> That's one thing. But, like, you shouldn't want to fuck somebody just for their... Like, I wouldn't want to be like, oh my gosh, you're a doctor. I would love to fuck a doctor one day. Like, that's such a weird list. That's just me. I want to see if I can create one, like a bingo list. Like, you're <laughs> bingo like, oh, I fucked a doctor. Bink. <laughs> okay, I fucked a lawyer. Bingo. I got one- bloody bling Bingo. <laughs> the one in the center should be a demisexual, though. No, because that's the free space. That's the- it-, it should be one of the parts that you need to get, like, a major bingo. That's fair. The free space is masturbation. Free space is messed I want to fuck myself. Got it. Got done. you. Oh my god! Please let's create one. Let's do it. It doesn't even have to be profession. Just like I want to fuck a redhead. Boom. Done. Mm-hmm. I want to fuck a doctor. Boom. Boom done. done. I want to fuck a dad What's of two who hates his life and is depressed. Oh my god, that's so specific. I'll take it. Okay. I'm not afraid of a challenge. We're gonna do it. So um, I, I was surprised because she kept on telling everybody she was 34. I'm like, you're 34. And you were just made partner of your law firm? Good for you, man. And nobody cares. And that's, I'm like, these guys aren't worth your fucking time. Yeah, they're a bunch of dickheads. Like, this is another reason why I don't want to speed date. And they all come in so self-important, like, oh. I do this. I do this. I do this. These are all my greatest accomplishments, and I'm fantastic. Bullshit. You're a lawyer? Oh. Yeah, you're a lawyer. That's a threat to my masculinity. Yeah. And, like, I would be so excited. I would be like, you're a lawyer and you just made partner at your th- firm and you're 34. I'm like, shit, that's impressive. Well, yeah, but you got some drive. Good for you. Hell Let's yeah. make out. Like, you know, whatever. What's your What's your speed dating pitch in 30 seconds? My speed dating pitch? Starting <laughs> now. Uh, I am a box office. No, oh, I can't. I can't. I can't. It's too much pressure. I can't do You didn't it. even say your no, name. No, I didn't say my name. <laughs> No, I can't do it just like... <laughs> I would lie. I would lie like nobody... Or maybe not lie, but exaggerate. Mm. And it would be incredible. Or I would just do the entire, like, Legally Blonde spiel. Like, hi, my name's Elle Woods. I'm Gemini with Deborah Corporate Moon. Just let's make a friend and see who I'll talk to Beyonce about the Julia Haynes, Kim, one, two, that's whatever. Or is it Tangerine is a new pink and seriously disturbed? Ding! 
I feel like I would talk about this podcast. <laughs> I'd be like, listen, I have, and I actually did this to somebody the other day where I was like, I'm not trying to pry into your relationship. I'm researching. <laughs> we can do that. I do that all the time where I'm like, I just want to know. Cause we were talking about how, cause she kind of like stumbled over her words about, um, the guy that she was seeing being her boyfriend, but not being her boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I had some time with her. So I was like, so what do you feel, like, how do you feel about that? Like, about, like, not having, like, labels. Is it something that bothers you? Something that doesn't bother you? I run a podcast, so, like, I'm not being nosy. Like, I'm actually, like, looking to use this, like, in a future episode for, like, things. Which I will. But, like... I'm to use that to my fucking advantage. I'm literally going to tweet out, hey, send nudes. It's research for my podcast about love, sex, and relationships. Thanks. Perfect. I can't believe you haven't been doing that already. Oh my god, I'm starting it right now. I'm starting it right now. Um, but so anyway, she she thinks that he's a doctor. They have great sex. She is hardcore working this whole I'm a stewardess she flight is attendant. Very good at this. Like Like she has read the the back and the front of the fucking card. I mean, don't you have to? She has been sitting in the emergency exit row her whole life. Like she knows the whole thing. I feel like Miranda is that bitch to be like, I'm gonna sit here and not just because it's good and has extra room. Mm -hmm. I could handle the emergency seat. You know what's really upsetting? What? Is that they, somebody like tweeted out a picture of the Southwest flight, how everybody is wearing their oxygen masks incorrectly. I'm like, you all got to be kidding me. You have been through this spiel so many times. Like, I have not been on a plane all that often in my life, but I have been on them enough to know that the oxygen mask needs to go over your nose and your mouth, dummy. Were they just... It was just over their mouths. And it wasn't even, like, sealed over their mouths. We are not meant to survive. Yeah. Like, this is the type of thing where I'm like, listen, Darwin's like, you're going to listen to me and you're going to go... Like, there's so many things where I'm like, what is wrong with you? Why would you think that you could breathe out freely through your nose and breathe in the oxygen through your mouth? Who are you? What is wrong with you? An idiot who does not care. It's so, it was so sad. I'm like, y'all, it's embarrassing that you don't know how to put on your oxygen mask. They literally tell you how to do it before every single flight and you never retained that information. You just read out of your brain. Yeah, some some people were holding it to their mouth. Some people didn't even have it all the way, like the the sure. elastic all the way over their head. I'm like, what are y'all doing? This isn't. This also, why would you just hold it over your fucking face? Yeah. Your hands are gonna be busy holding, holding on for on your dear step. fucking life. Yeah. Oh uh, God. Yes, it was. I was awful, and I don't know if it was fake or not, but I was upset by it regardless. Just a bunch of people in an airplane, oxygen mask, not wearing them correctly. That's going to be my drag look when I'm walking down the runway. I love it's it. It's going to be me as charcuterie, fucking <laughs> with a mask over my face, just... <sighs> I love it. <laughs> wearing one of the life vests, but like very, very beautifully and decoratively. I love it. Okay. So, um, the morning of the wedding, Miranda cuts her finger and is like kind of freaking out about it and saying does it need stitches what do you think and like trying to show colson <laughs> colson i don't even know what his real name was in this um or his character name was in this he have a name it doesn't matter i don't even know it doesn't matter because he's always agent colson um and he's like no get it away from me ew and she's like aren't you a doctor and he's like actually i'm the what was it the assistant manager of the foot locker it's an athlete's athlete's foot shoe department 
Athlete's Foot was the name of the... Athlete's Foot or Athletic? No, it was Athlete's Foot because that's a joke, and I thought that was hilarious. Okay. And, yeah, so he's just like, I just really... Athlete's Foot Athletic Wear? Yeah. Might have been the full title. Okay. So he really wanted to just fuck her stewardess, and so that's why he lied to her about being a doctor. Bitch. And she decided not to break his heart with the fact that she wasn't actually a stewardess and just asked him to leave. Which and it was so fucking funny because she's like, I hope you're never on one of my flights. I know, which is so And he's stupid. like, I would never be able to afford first class. And she's like, no. No, no you, you wouldn't. wouldn't. <laughs> and I'm like, sure. I'm not sure. Miranda. Like, Miranda, shut the fuck up. This is it your first hilarious. shut the fuck up of this entire, like, series. I think we've told her to shut up before. Maybe. I don't know. Sometimes she gets a little preachy. She's right. She, but sometimes she's she gets right. a little preachy. It was really funny. Like the elevator guy at the gym. Yes. She was mean. Yes. Um, so then we come to Carrie, who is completely done with her affair and living the high life and racked with guilt Stupid over the bitch. fact that she cheated for three goddamn weeks on Aiden, which she should be. Yeah. You don't get to absolve yourself of that just because it's over. Right. Yeah. You don't. That's you did that. And they're, like, I didn't I talk a little bit about this on the last episode where it's, like, we're so hard-pressed to make us, to make ourselves feel like we're the hero, we are, like, the person of the situation, and, like, we don't do anything wrong, but we do things wrong. We're human. We need to own up to the wrong things that we do. We do. And what I like about it is, is this builds this weird narrative for Carrie, where she's trying to figure out what the good way to go is or what's a way that's not going to hurt. And she battles mm-hmm. both sides. She's like, do I tell him and then hurt him? Or is that being selfish and making it seem like it matters more? Or do I keep it to myself and no one gets hurt and we move past it? But then she's guilty. And when we get to it, well, I'll talk about it a little bit more. But when she has her little breakdown, it feels real. It feels authentic. It feels like the guilt has finally hit her. Mm-hmm. And she's trying everything. She's like, I, despite what I was trying to do, despite what I was trying to take care of, I have to tell you because I'm guilty mm-hmm. and I, I'm begging you. I am begging you. I am crying. I feel like shit. And that is not your fault. I fucked up and it feels real. And I like that. I like that. I, if it took all this bullshit to get there, I liked where it ended. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, it was really, really, it was a difficult one. We'll get there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Aiden is making Charlotte and Trey, a love seat like out of wood gorgeous he is and i don't really i don't like this about the show but i love this about the character the fact that he is just so fucking great like he's so perfect and amazing and wonderful and sweet and like even when there's a moment where she was like well what's your flaw and he's like i don't know you tell me and i'm just like god damn also, Beautiful. I would never allow someone else to tell me my flaws because I'm very into with myself. I know I say that all the time and I feel like people think I'm an asshole and I'm like, no, it's me being aware of myself and that's the only way I know yeah. how to say it with that vocabulary. So why I can't wait for your judgmental friend episode. I, I, me and Jess talked about it and I can't do it in a public sphere. It's a private thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. But I'm like, I'm very into with it. So if I, if I were to be like, you tell me what my flaws are and they bring out something that I was not aware of. I'm gonna then be you're so. Gonna, then you're gonna be upset. Fucking bitter. Yeah. No, that's totally fair. And I'm very, like, no one has ever told me anything about myself that I haven't been like, yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. Yeah, I'm gonna like, I'm gonna own up to everything that I am. And I know that I'm not a perfect person. And I know that I can be like 
harsh and rude and like judgmental but i'm also like kind-hearted and caring like i'm a lot of things like i'm not like i'm okay with with who i am Mm -hmm. and i feel like he's okay with who he is to the point where he could be like all right and that is amazing. you tell me what yeah that's like a whole other level he's so what are you not like about me let's work on it and i feel like that's where that conversation could have led yeah and it was like are you fucking kidding me yeah and what really upsets me is at that point she really wanted at that point to confess the infidelity to him Mm -hmm. and instead she says i love you and i feel like was that the first time that she said it to him he said it no i think when he said it to her she and then said she, it back and then she like freaked out for a minute and said she needed some time and then she said i love you i believe is that what happened so oh my god it hasn't even been that long we're really bad at this it hasn't but i don't care um, about her like fair so i'm like yeah, but i deals. hated that i hated that she was like i love you <sighs> you stupid bitch you're t- no you don't you don't love him because you did a horrible thing to him for three weeks you can still love someone and be a shitty person, but that was not an appropriate time to put that weight on what you were saying. Yeah. Because, like, I I don't think it's right, but I feel like people love their abusers. I feel like people love people they're abusing. Yeah. Parents love their kids, but they'll beat the shit out of them. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's fair. I was, yeah, I was. You can love your drug addict mom who would literally sell you for more money, yeah, for more drugs, and yeah. you love people who have flaws. That's fine. That's fair. But I, in this time with her, everything she's going through for it to build up, for her to take an easy way out, but it's a very, very difficult stance to take to be. I love you mm-hmm. in a relationship, in a romantic relationship. Mm-hmm. Where you can tell the guy cares about you. He's already said that he loves you. If you've said it before, you've said it before. But if you haven't, the way that she put on those words in that moment was not appropriate. Mm-hmm. And it was entirely disrespectful to Aiden. Which is another thing of her... Yeah. Fucking up. Yeah. And I just... Yeah, it really bothers me. And so she ends up telling him right before they're about to go to the wedding. So he hands her... Like, the, the gift, I guess, which I don't know why he's handing her, like, a small gift. Yeah, it's a box. It's, like, a small box, but he was making the bench for them, so yeah. I wasn't sure I mean, what it was. I think he said it, but we were talking during it, like, yeah. what it was about. Oh, that sounds about right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm positive he explained what it was, or it might have just been, like, a... Like a card. A card with... Also, you're getting this later on. I'm right. obviously not going to bring a giant fucking thing Right, here, way. put this in your car. Yeah. <laughs> And you're a New Yorker, so you don't even have a car. That would just be fucked up. So that's fair. It'd be fucking. Maybe it was. It was just like a picture of the bench. It's like I'll deliver this later. That's cute. (laughs) (laughs) He's perfect, even in my imagination. Also, I realize that I haven't been to a lot of weddings, but I've never brought a present to a wedding. You've always like, like, just gone on the website and like bought it and like sent it to him. No, I've never. You've never bought them a present. It's because I'm. I literally have not been to. I went to my parents' wedding, Mm -hmm. but that was through, um, like the court because we didn't have this big old thing. Mm -hmm. So I was like, no present. We just went to eat afterwards, and that was when I was like six, Mm -hmm. seven, and I didn't go to a wedding again until I was like twenty two, and then it was for a teacher of mine who I was like, oh, this is so exciting, but I have a show. It was during Mm -hmm. I the two weddings that I went to literally had back to back. It was during Glasgow, the old Southwest. Nice. And then I was like, oh my god, this wedding's so pretty. I have to go. I'm so sorry. Boom. Went. Mm. And then the next one, it was one of my best friend's mom's weddings. 
And I went and I was like, cool, this is so exciting. I'm having such a blast. This was cute. I have to go to my show. I'm so sorry. Aww. Went, came back. And then I think there's one other wedding that I've been to. And I was like, this is, I'm having such a great time. Cool. Uh, okay. And every single time, it's just never occurred to me that you're supposed to get a present. And then every single time I show up and I was like, oh shit. I don't have any. I don't have a present or even a card. Fuck. Yeah. Just because in my head, I'm like, weddings aren't real. Weddings don't matter. No one bring me shit to my wedding. It's not about you. It's about me. I'm fine. Can and it's not it's not me trying to justify it. It's just my no, mentality. It's just, have yeah, you don't, you don't think about it until it happens. Yeah, no, that's totally fair. And I think that it's a it's always been like an awkward thing to figure out what they want for a gift anyway. Like mm-hmm. they make it this weird etiquette thing where you're not supposed to say we're registered at the knot.com. Come buy me stuff. But you kind of have to say that. Yeah, otherwise we're going to buy shitty shit. And the people that, I mean, like the people that are getting married now, the way that they're kind of getting around it is it's like RSVP on our website. And then once you're on the website, look at our pictures and by the way, here's where we're registered. And so you just do it. So funny story. When I got the invitation to our number one fan, Neil and Amanda's wedding, I immediately like went on, RSVP'd, saw that they were registered, went on to their their registry and i was looking through um and it was just like you know it's regular like house stuff that they need and i'm like cool cool and they're like little stuff and i came across a coat rack and i said to myself this i am buying for the joke exclusively like they want it so it's fine yeah but also there's an opportunity to make a joke here and i'm gonna make it so i sent it to them um, with a message that said, um, may, be the, may this be the only place where you have hang-ups in your marriage. <laughs> that's beautiful. You can't listen to this episode. <laughs> no, he knows. Because oh. he said, like, that's kind of the weird thing about, like, registries is they just send it to them right when you order it. Oh. And so um, it, was just, it was so funny. I was like, there's an opportunity. I'm going to take it. Like, that's great. That's such a great line. Like, I'm doing it. So I sent it to him, forgot all about it. Like, I mean, Target sent me like a couple of emails, like this is shipped out. And I'm like, don't care, it's done. And so you get um, a message later from Neil, who's just like, so I got this coat rack and I had no idea like who it was from or like why it was here. And so I checked on the website to see if they would tell me who ordered it and it was you, so thanks. And I was like, you didn't see the message? He was like, no, it didn't come with a message. And I was like, send it back. This isn't <laughs> fucking worth it anymore. What the fuck? I was so angry. I'm like, that was a perfect thing. It was gorgeous. It was beautiful. It was going to play this way. I had an idea of it. It was going to be great. Fuck you, Target. I'm saying it on the web, on the podcast. Fuck you, Target. Fuck fucking bitch. you. That's hilarious. It was actually about this wedding that I realized that I've never given a present before. Because hmm. I was talking to someone about it. We were making plans for a certain thing. I'm like, oh, I can't do that day. I have a wedding. It's going to be so much fun. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, cool. What'd you get them? Like, is it part of the thing? I was like, I haven't gotten them anything. They're like, are you going to? I was like, TBA. I always forget. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm like, I have to. Did I get something on that day? No, I didn't. Did I forget up until this moment where I'm saying it out loud? Yeah, I absolutely fucking did. I'm not good at this. And I, that's, this is another reason why I'm like, okay. I RSVP'd for your wedding. I went on. I got you a present. You already have it. I'm done. I don't have to bring shit to the wedding. Mm-hmm. Except for myself. Bring another coat rack with a note. 
<laughs> little miniature coat rack. <laughs> like from a dollhouse or something. <laughs> That's a cute way to go. Just get like a miniature version of whatever you got. I'm in. Planning and I'll my put wedding. it in a little box. I am planning my wedding. <laughs> and in it, it's going to be this house. It's a dollhouse. That mm-hmm. It's going to be in the shape of the house that I'm already living in with my partner. Mm-hmm. And... Every time you purchase something from our registry, you get sent a little a toy or a little thing. So when you show up to the wedding, you just start decorating the house with all these things that you've already purchased <gasps> that's for me. Cute. Shut up! That's adorable. I can't wait to have a wedding and get left at the altar. It's gonna be great. God fucking bless. <laughs> it's gonna be a beautiful dollhouse that you'll cry over. Back to okay. So before, so, <laughs> so before we started recording, I was telling Pay, I was literally watching this and I was like, imagine when I finally decide that okay, I'm gonna get married. Despite all my hangups about it and how I feel about it, I'm gonna get married. I'm standing there in my beautiful Vera Wang mermaid cut dress with my veil over my face, and I'm left at the altar. <laughs> my partner, don't show up. <laughs> and it's just me by myself, and I'm crying, and I run down the aisle. It's gorgeous, it's in slow motion, turns into black and white for no fucking reason. <laughs> Except for like little juts of color, like maybe the flowers along the pews beautiful i run out onto the steps in front of whatever place i'm getting married probably the moma <laughs> and i just go there and i have my dollhouse and i'm super upset and i just <laughs> smash it on the stairs in front of me so it's just these beautiful pictures of what my life was supposed to be all shattered and destroyed oh. me sitting crying turn slightly but Jeez. facing out so you get a bunch of neck you get a bunch of collarbone maybe some shoulder who knows it's beautiful sobbing black streets running down no i'm not gonna get cheap makeup but just like a single tear maybe and just <sighs> boom and that's a photo that I'm going to have hanging at my house when I'm like, you know what? Fuck. I don't need anybody else in my life. I love it. I just want this photo. Derek Armstrong, I need this photo shoot. Come back. <laughs> I need this brokenhearted photo shoot. It's going to be amazing. I love it. Um, so, so, so right sorry. before. Jess and I yesterday, we're, we went out to lunch and we were talking about um, being dramatic and mm-hmm. some of like the, the astrological signs are just dramatic people and it's not for any weird thing because some people handle things differently and some people need like dramatic things to happen and that can be good or bad in terms of like the goal you have in life sometimes they're dramatic sometimes they're like i'm gonna go be famous i'm gonna cure hiv like those are dramatic things those yeah. are big things and not just small little things and sometimes that's some that works for some people and sometimes it doesn't depends on if you're a dramatic person or not you can be good or bad and i'm just thinking this entire conversation that i just had about my wedding and i was like i don't think i'm like a super dramatic person i think nah. i can be dramatic but i'm not a dramatic person i was like oh no, I'm an idiot. I'm See, a liar. I yeah, I frequently say it every time like something happens and and like I do want things to be chill, but like I know that like I like it. So I was at um, a meeting yesterday and uh, met up with somebody that I haven't seen in a while, and she was like, "Hi, how's it going?" And I'm like, "Hi, everything's great. Like nothing to complain about, nothing to get like." super excited about and she was like well it's good that like everything's calm and i'm like yeah but like i majored in drama so i want like a little bit like i want like a baby drama but i don't want like i want to like i want to have like several microaggressions but i don't want to have problems do you want to start a feud (laughs) no i don't want to start a feud not with you it'd be so much fun no it wouldn't because we would get like i would get upset that That's you, true. That you actually hated me and it would I, hurt no, my feelings. No, it's going to be a fake feud. We're going to list. We're going to write down things that we can say to each other. So you'll make your list for yourself. <laughs> this is what I'm. This is what I'm comfortable with you poking at. I would make a list. It's going to be very, very small because I'm not comfortable with confrontation or people being <laughs> to me. I don't handle it well. 
So this is canceled. <laughs> but then, like, we'll just, like, subtweet each other. We'll be like, oh, it's great to have... Or on Facebook, and be like, oh, it's great when you have, like, friends who are there for you all the time. And sometimes, like, it's good that you have that one friend that maybe isn't there for you all the time. <laughs> because she's too busy doing this, this, this. <laughs> no, I don't want to. <laughs> oh, come on! It'll be great! No, I want microaggressions, not actual feuds. Okay. Um, I just want to start a feud with somebody. I know. I'm too chill of a person to actually start a feud because I'm like, oh, you don't like me? Okay, that's on you. Bitch, you're like, missing out. Right. Uh, but then nobody wants to start a fake feud with me. Maybe later. I'm going to tweet about it. Who wants okay. to start a feud with me? There you go. Tweet about it. But in the meantime, we need to finish up with Carrie. We do, and then I have so, another story. I'm so sorry. Okay, so Carrie, um, right before they leave, confesses her infidelity. Um, and... Aiden, of course, is, like, shell-shocked. And, which kind of, like, upsets me because I really felt like he felt it last episode. Mm -hmm. But clearly he didn't. Um, Because he's, like, you slept with that guy? Like, he's upset. It could have been that he had an inkling something was wrong or that she was keeping something from him. Right, but she didn't think it was cheating. But he didn't think it was this. Right, that's fair. Um, I'm gonna go with that because he's perfect. So... Um, he says that he, like, gives her the, whatever that gift is, and walks out, and, and she's like, what about the wedding? He was like, go without me. And she said, well, will you meet me there later? And he just leaves. Mm-hmm. Which is fair. Which is fair. You're, he's not entitled to give you answers, especially after you just broke his fucking heart, bitch. Right. Yeah, no. And so he comes a little bit after the wedding is over. Um, she comes out, like, outside of, like, the gates of the church or whatever to meet up with him. And he says two things that super, super devastate me. One is, I wish I didn't know this. Which is fair. He shouldn't be, in my opinion, set with that burden, which Mm -hmm. we'll talk about. And then he said, I really loved you. Past tense. Both of those things super, like, broke my heart. At the same time, I was like, yes. 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 You're you don't get forgiven for this. And not right at on the same fucking day that you told him. Like people right. are allowed she, to be in their fucking feelings for a while. Yeah, she wanted forgiveness and everything to just be okay. Like instantly. Well that's what guilt that's what guilt is. You've been living it for you've been living with it forever. Yeah. And so when you're like, finally, I'm going to own up to it. You're like, okay, this is the release. This is where things start to get better. Mm -hmm. And they can start to get better, but it's not a jump in and everything's fine. It's a process. You've had your fucking process. Mm -hmm. You need to give the other person or persons that are involved their their fucking process too. Mm -hmm. And it is so selfish. And it's not a good way to ask for forgiveness. To be like, forgive me now immediately in this moment. Yeah, no. Because I am dying. Because I feel guilty. Because I fucked up and I know that I did. And I love you. And I want things to get better. Yeah. And I don't feel any... I feel like any apology for anything Mm -hmm. should be given its time to be accepted. Yes. And it doesn't have to be accepted. Yeah. That's also the way we need to learn to apologize Mm -hmm. is to be like, you know what? If I have to apologize for something, you're allowed to feel how you feel. And if you don't choose to forgive me, if you choose to hold this in your heart, that's on you. Mm -hmm. I have done the part that I have and I've given you that power now Mm -hmm. because that's what you deserve. Because I fucked up. You get the power to decide this. Mm -hmm. I don't get to feel upset or mad. Obviously, well, obviously you're in time, so you're failing. 
but you don't get to complain about it when you're the one that fucked up. And you yep. don't get to complain that you weren't forgiven in the spot. Mm-hmm. You don't get to complain that you weren't given forgiven or forgiveness at all. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. Yeah, that happened um, with me with a an apology that didn't necessarily need to be made. Mm-hmm. But the person kind of kept harping on it. Like like did you see did you see my my earlier apology of apologizing to you? I'm like it's not necessary. And she's just like, just let me apologize to you. And I'm like, okay, you did it. But they they clearly wanted something from me that, like, I wasn't really willing to give. Mm-hmm. And it was weird because I didn't feel, like, I, I felt like I needed to have time to think about what exactly they were apologizing for. And I didn't. I didn't, like, I wasn't given that opportunity or that time. And so I think, like, yeah, we just need the time to do that. So... You have thoughts. So I want to talk about this. Where he said, I wish I didn't know. And I agree with him. And I feel like if anybody does something to somebody so completely innocent Mm -hmm. in whatever it is. Because it would be one thing if there was a bad situation happening. Yeah. You know, if he was beating her and she was having an affair with somebody, like, because of that. Yeah. And... You know, those things happen, but also, like, this clearly, this happened because she was bored with Aiden. That was on her and not on him, Mm -hmm. and she never communicated the lack of that to him. And so it was, like, this particular cheating episode was entirely on Carrie. Absolutely. And she deserves... To not unburden herself, in my opinion, on this. She should not, in my opinion, have told him. She should have ended it the very second that it happened. I'll give her one. I'll give her that she accidentally sleeps with Big, immediately sees the error of her ways, says this is never going to happen again, and never tells Aiden about it. But the fact that she did it, and she did it for three weeks, shows that she is not happy with Aiden, and the fact that she wants him regardless wants to unburden herself Mm -hmm. and wants him to stay with her is the most selfish thing absolutely and carrie is selfish um oh there's a point you made that i want to get to it and i forgot what it was immediately on the spot because i was like yes i agree (laughs) just telling telling uh, them or not the once the the once yeah where you um you could forgive one yes because even when aiden when they have the conversation he's like once yeah. And she's like, no, it was multiple times. And you can see him being like, okay, once... He's going to forgive. I can forgive. We can yeah. work through. You did it multiple times. You're not making a mistake. You're making a choice. Choice. Yeah, exactly. That's and the difference. I don't want to just pin it all on Carrie being bored with Aiden. Carrie is a big personality. Yeah. Carrie craves drama. Mm-hmm. And she can get that from Big. Mm-hmm. Because Big is also that way. Big is just... Yes. This, he's called Big for a reason. Yeah. He's a big personality. He mm-hmm. likes this, likes that, likes things. And Aiden's very chill. Yeah. Aiden's just like, let's go with the flow. Yeah. Nothing's not beautiful as Aiden is, yeah. he's not right for her. He's not. And Carrie loves Big more than she loves Aiden. Mm-hmm. And it's because Big hurt her that Carrie was like, I'm not going to do it. That mean, that doesn't mean I've stopped loving you. Mm-hmm. Because as we've seen, she still wants to be with him. Mm-hmm. So I think that's it. And she's using Satan. Satan. Aiden as like a little crutch or a mm-hmm. Passover, not Passover, layover, yeah. until she gets to the next big thing. Mm-hmm. 
they're not right for each other, but it's not that she's like bored. It's just he's not right. for yeah, her. Yeah, that's, that's not, not exactly. The yeah, they're the exact like terms that I wanted yeah. to use. But yes, yeah, there's a, there's a lot more at play with her, but it was still absolutely nothing on Aiden. Absolutely not. Aiden didn't know anything wrong. Telling or not telling, I'm always curious about it. And I, this is something I would love to hear back from people. Because mm-hmm. I think I'm fine with not knowing if, like, certain things would happen, if it was, like, done, if it was over, if it didn't jeopardize me in terms of, like, health. Mm-hmm. So if you're sleeping with someone else, unprotected, they, I don't know what they have, mm-hmm. and then you bring that to me, you need to tell me. Yes. That's your responsibility. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck what you're doing. You're putting my health at risk for your bullshit. You need to tell. Mm-hmm. If it's a... I've always had this public fear of people, like, laughing behind my back. Because mm-hmm. I'm very much, like, a, I'm upfront with people. If there's something that I obviously just don't know about, please educate me. Mm-hmm. So let me know. So if it, like... If Challenge was cheating on me and the entire city of Reno knew and I was like, oh, my God, I'm having such a great time. Challenge's great. Yeah, Challenge's perfect. perfect. Like, if right. you knew and I'm like, Challenge's great. We are growing in our relationship. This, this, this. Mm-hmm. And you did it. And you and were just I like, did. oh, man, Joe has no fucking idea. Poor guy. That's Tell like me. a fear of yours. Yeah. If yeah. It's... Which is so weird to say, but if you're like, if you fuck someone like five times, six times throughout the course of our relationship, mm. and it's over and you're done with, and you realize you fucked up and made mistakes and it is done, mm-hmm. and you don't tell me and I don't know, okay. Yeah, see, and I, I, it. I think it does absolutely depend on the type of person. Yes. So I'm very, um, I'm very empathic. I very much know when something's up. Like people it's very rare where people can lie to me mm-hmm. because I know just intrinsically I know what what it is like that you're hiding something or that something's going on like I might know not know exactly what it is but I know something's up like I feel it yeah and it's not it's not good and I wouldn't be happy with the like the relationship if I didn't know so in that respect and I realize this is super hypo- hypocritical for me to say but I personally would always want to know regardless because I want to have all the information so that I can make the most educated decision about my life. Yes. Um, that being said, uh, if it happened once, they immediately realized their mistake and they ended it, then I'll say, okay, well, this is, you know, let's, let's go to therapy. Let's work through this. Mm-hmm. If it was something like Carrie where it's like, oh, no, I fucked him for three goddamn weeks. Mm-hmm. I'm done. Like like you said, you didn't make a mistake. You made, you made a, choice. a choice, and now I'm making a choice to not do it. And ultimately, that's what Aiden does. Aiden says, "Listen, I know myself, and I know that I'm not going to get past this, so we're done." Mm-hmm. And leaves. And I love that. And I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. I would, he knows himself. I always feel hypocritical, and I know that it, I shouldn't because every personality or every person is different. How they interpret things, how they respond to things, how they want to be presented things is different. But there are people that I know who have cheated on their partners who I'm just like you know what you did wrong mm-hmm. and then it's over mm-hmm. and you don't have to talk to anybody else about it and right. things can only get bad from here and if we choose to ignore it we're fine and I'm comfortable with that so I would feel uncomfortable being like no you need to tell me I need to know we need to work past this and I'm like no it's not a big issue and it's like sex it's sex and sex has never been like my biggest issue mm-hmm. and even in relationships where I now where I'm like if you want to fuck someone else, just let me know. Mm-hmm. Just let me know. 
these are the things that I can hold. Like, they, you need the, to be protected. Mm-hmm. You need to have the STD. I want to see it. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't care who it's with. You can block out a name. I just need to see that everything is fine mm-hmm. and that this is what you're engaging in. And cool. Yeah. And also, I don't need to know who it's with. But if you know it's someone I don't fucking like, mm-hmm. not with them. Because that's back to the... That's back to the laughing behind my back. Because mm-hmm. if I don't like them and they're like, oh, I'm fucking your boyfriend. Then yeah. I'm just like, no, no. No, you're not. Yeah. No, you're not. Mm-hmm. So I like that. Okay. With it. And right. you would, I, I would hope that people didn't feel the need to cheat on me. Because I'm just like, if you want to fuck someone else, fuck someone else. It's okay. Right. Well, And, and not in a bar- bad part of our relationship. And being like naturally polyamorous, you would feel that way. Like mm-hmm. that is an accurate feeling to feel where it's like as long as you're being open and honest about everything then that's fine mm-hmm. and as long as i'm getting into the beginning of a relationship and we are absolutely setting those lines up right away where it's like nope we're not we are not dating exclusively right now and then i know that and i know where to go from there and that's totally fine but like if things change if they want to do something different Mm-hmm. then that's something different we need to have another conversation like a sit down honest conversation about what's happening so that we can both make decisions on what we want to do i like that and it's like it's just respectful mm-hmm. and it just and it was kind of what we got into a little bit a couple of episodes ago where it's like this is what we're talking about is physical cheating yes Yes, and um, that's where I'm like, that's okay. It's the emotional... Emotional cheating is such a minefield because it's like, what do you consider emotional cheating? Because I worry, because like I like I love people. I love having deep conversations. Mm-hmm. I love being able to confide in somebody that I trust. Like, I, I hate people, but I love people. Yeah. Like, I love my people. And I love them desperately. I want to keep them close to me. And it's sort of one of those things where it's like, because I am so close with the people that I am close with, is that considered emotional cheating? Like, somebody could look, for example, at my marriage and say that I emotionally cheated the whole time I was with him because I confided in other people, because I felt close to other people. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that that's fair to say. You know, he was a special person to me throughout our entire marriage he's still a special person to me you know just because we're not together doesn't mean that i don't love him but a lot of the things that you know that happened that led to me leaving was because of the support of my friends Mm -hmm. because me they were able to allow me to see what was happening or not happening and make a good decision for myself and if somebody wants to call that cheating on him then i guess i did but i don't i don't feel like i ever cheated on him Mm -hmm. and like it just it's so it's so hard to make that that distinguishable you know thing because somebody could say that somebody could say that i absolutely cheated on him i say that i didn't but everyone has something different, and that's, you know? And because for me, it would be very, very hard to emotionally cheat on me because because I am polyamorous. I don't mm-hmm. believe that you can get every, 100% of what you need from one single person. Mm-hmm. It's It would be very hard, but I would know it when it happened because I'm like, oh, that was what 
I was looking forward from you and you're not giving it to me. You're giving it to somebody else. You're giving else. it to someone else. But I wouldn't be able to identify it mm-hmm. because in terms of everything that we get here, I talk to you deeply. I mm-hmm. talk to Chris deeply. I talk to Max deeply. Jessica deeply. My family deeply. Mm-hmm. I talk to Challen deeply. Mm-hmm. And it's not, I only talk about certain things with certain people. No, it's like, I'm an open person. I'm, this is just what I'm feeling. This is what I'm going through. Right. This is where everyone can have it. And it's, and a relationship to me has always just been like, it's a friendship plus but that's not to say that my friendships are less important than my rela- than my romantic relationship mm-hmm. it's just there's something different there and even when me and Chon started dating I was like f- to me romance isn't different from your friends it's like friends with benefits but they're good benefits mm-hmm. and it's not even sex it's not even kissing it's it's, it's emotional intimacy. it's emotional and like me going to Chon's house and him presenting me to all of his friends and family I love that. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. That's a romantic relationship. Me being like, you know what? I, me and my family are doing this one thing. I want Challen to come. Because mm-hmm. I know that my family likes Challen and Challen likes them. Mm-hmm. And I want us all to be together because I want this group of people who I love to be all together. That's where that is. It's not the talking. It's not the cuddling. It's not the kissing. It's not the sex. It's not the going on adventures together. It's not going hiking together. It's not taking road trips together. It's not these things. Mm-hmm. It's... I, I couldn't put a pin on it, but I would know it when it was mm-hmm. broken. But that would be on me being like, okay, this wasn't defined. Mm-hmm. This is how I'm feeling. Right. It upsets me that you did this with let's someone go, else. Yeah, and then let's, let's talk. talk about I didn't it realize this was there. a boundary that I had, and it is. Right. What are we going to do? Mm-hmm. Am I going to ask you to stop your relationship with that other person? Mm-hmm. Is that relationship that you have with that person more important than this? Is it something that I need to get over? Let's talk about that. Mm-hmm. The sex, who cares? Yeah. Yeah, and some people are completely the opposite. Like, mm-hmm. I I know some people who considered um, one kiss with someone cheating, and I have um, known somebody who has been ultimately devastated by the fact that um, their significant other was talking with someone of the opposite sex and growing close to them and confiding in them. And it's just it depends on the person. And there's no saying where your where your boundaries are until somebody blows through them. Yeah, and that's where you and your partner need to make sure that you have strong strong communication mm-hmm. to say, hey, I didn't realize this would be an issue. It's an issue for me now. Mm-hmm. What are we going to do? Yep. Exactly. Oh, so God. Uh, we fucking went there. We're so good at this. <laughs> so good. And she flips so her hair back over her shoulder. We are good at so this. good at this. Uh, this is going to be part of our highlights reel. <laughs> our highlights reel. Um, you said you had a story. Yes, and I know that it was about Challen. And what was it? What was it? What was it? Because I forgot. Because we're reaching the end of the episode. Yes, so. and I was going to write it down because I was like, I'm not going to forget this. But I should write it down just to be safe. Nope. And nope, didn't write it down. No. What did we, we do recently? Did we do something? We went the whole gamut. We've gone from... We did. We've gone from Murphy Brown to <sighs> the real world. We've... Done the we've whole, covered every TV show and Irish movie. Yes, Irish and Scottish. They're Irish two, and Scottish. Yeah, they're two different. What are they? Yeah, they're it's they're close. Great Britain. They're close, but they're not the same. It's because someone showed me the thing. There's like England. There's Great Britain. There's there's Ireland and Scotland. The chunk. They, it was like a like Wales. Multiple Venn yeah. diagram of how <laughs> each section is referenced. Mm-hmm. And I forgot what it was because there was a, a name for like the actual combination of islands off the coast of England that uh, count but aren't like Ireland, Wales, Scotland. Yeah, I have no idea. 
And I it's forgot fine. this damn story. You just cares? wanted it's gone. It. All right. Well, next time we will share that story. You'll remember it and you'll write it down. I'm gonna remember it at 3 a.m. and I'm gonna be like, "Pages was the story." That's Re- fine. See, it didn't matter. It's I just wanted fine. to bring it up. And but. yeah, and I'll be up because there'll be another freaking like crawl or something. Oh my gosh! Can I just say there's Go a on. there's a I'm just gonna call them out. I am I'm gonna call them out. The bar HQ will play music until like 2.30 in the morning on Fridays and Saturdays so loud that on I'm 20 floors up and down the street from them and I can hear each word in the song crystal perfect with my door closed with my shades drawn and she's not here for it (laughs) I'm so sorry I love HQ for that reason Cause it's always music that I fucking love, and I just want to get down and dirty and slutty and nasty, and that's where I go. And that's fair, but two thirty in the morning, stop it. And they don't, they don't. If you, it would be one thing if they like started at that level and continued, mm-hmm. but they ratchet that shit up at like midnight. Cause that's when the hoes are out. And. Also, I didn't even think that sound would, like, leave the building. I don't know how sound works. I don't know how bars <laughs> work. I don't know how time works. Let me explain it to you. I don't know you. how New York works. I won, like, regional science fairs. Let me explain to you how um, sound works. I won there are a waves. statewide science fair. Well, then you should know how sound waves work. I don't. I was focused on forensic and math. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> there are waves, and they travel. That's all you need to know. But, like, it's inside the box. Shouldn't it stay inside the box? Isn't it, like, insulated for that reason? Or it's like, not insulated as the problem. Um. okay. Yeah. Now I get it. Yeah. See? See? What's that? Science is fun. <laughs> I mean, I literally failed, like, biology, like, three times in college. Really? I hate science. That's so I don't. Funny. Not that I hate science. I'm not. It doesn't click with me the way other things do. Mm. So I'll get it. But it won't connect, so I can't reference it back when I need to. Mm-hmm. Like, I know, I, know, I know that I know how it works because I read it. And I understood the process. Coming back to it, I'm like, I forgot. This does not land in my world. I don't care. <laughs> I like I like science and English, and that's all I like. I like math. I hate math. Fucking love math. Fucking love English. Feminist courses. Anything that requires, like, reading about shit that I care about, I'm there for. Theater. Hated the classes. Mm, the classes were rough. Because it didn't feel like it, like, connected with anything. Yes. And so now I feel like the only time when I can pull out, like, my theater degree is at some, like, cocktail party where I could be like, oh, my God, you know who I hate? Brecht. And everyone else is like, who the fuck is Brecht? Right. Everybody else is, who's that? And I'm like, oh, let me look it up. Let me internet movie database this. Because <laughs> you also need another craft, yes. But in certain artistic things, it's just your relationship with it. So it's very hard to teach it. Yeah. Because then you're like, I fucking don't care about this person at all. Why am I... I don't care what impact they had. That's not what I want to do. Right. It's difficult. Especially not you, Beckett. <laughs> yeah, it fucking... Hey, Beckett. Beckett. Wherever she is. <laughs> Samuel Beckett. Was he on snakes on a plane? No. <laughs> Samuel L. Beckett. <laughs> That's so great. That's for all you theater nerds out there. You're welcome. You're welcome. So if they want to find us, where would they look? They could find us on the interwebs. Specifically, Twitter and Instagram at We Swear on Chanel. You can find us on our Facebook page. I couldn't help a podcast. You can also email us. I couldn't help a podcast at gmail.com. Uh, we are on that anonymous Sahara website that nobody ever uses. No, it's, it's done. like done. It, it, it's done. 
people were on that shit for like three and a half weeks and then we're like oh we'll get on it and then that was the time that everyone decided to die out and we're like oh cool yeah like i haven't even checked it i'm like i deleted the app i'm like we're finished here i don't have it either yeah (laughs) oh it's so bad you can find me talking shit on facebook instagram twitter tumblr totally um you can that that freaking neighbor i swear to god like get a rug you know i'm sorry like don't stop scraping your chair oh you're also just damaging your floors and damaging your furniture you fucking bitch Ugh. I'm, i love my apartment but now that i know that i'm leaving i can't wait to move i'm in that zone i'm in that zone now where i'm like i don't need this shit i don't need this shit i'm gonna pack this i'm gonna pack that we're done we're done here can you just give me the keys already can i just be gone i've literally twice gotten on the freeway to go to, to the, the new, new apartment like that's how mentally i am there already gorgeous isn't that crazy yes. like i literally like went and was like where the fuck am i going this is not where i'm supposed to be going and had to like turn around it was awkward um so yeah so that is our episode we will be um recording the next one soon we might or might not hiatus depending on my moving schedule so be prepared for anything so until next time you guys remember always wear a condom Bye. Bye.